Squad, and welcome back to our October Texas Halloween. Texaween is what Texas, I'm doing. No. Leatherween. No, what le- wait, Leatherween. Leatherween, that's probably a BDSM <laughs> club. Leatherween is a very different context, and I'm down for it. Uh, I'm your host, writer-director Andrew Hada. I'm also the director and writer of such movies as Borderland and The Last Ones. Go check those out. They're available somewhere, but I'm sure if you use Google, they're available on Google.com. If you type in Last Ones or Borderland, you should get something that you can purchase. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a, it might be a game. It might be a South African movie, or it might be my movie. Whichever one, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Go buy them today. <laughs> and we're here back to cover. We're almost like we are now at the tail end of these movies because we only have two left after this one. We cover only two left. <laughs> only two left. We've gotten through six of the eight. Oh, and there's another one coming out. If that one comes out before we're done with this, it'll be the funniest thing that we have to cover another one. Like I know, like like um, a week later. Yeah, and according to the reviews, it's gonna be another great one. <laughs> is that sarcasm um, or does it actually getting good reviews? Yeah, it had a it had a surprisingly terrible. Um, Test screening, like one of the worst test screenings that they've had in recent years. So that should be fun. Um, but yeah, th- today we don't have to worry about that today, guys. That's for that's for future, that's for future bombs bombies. Um, so today we're covering the 2006 Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning, where we are talking about this one, Josh. What's this one about? Um, I hope it's not about teens going to some random place and then getting stopped. It, it is. Well, they don't even get stopped. <laughs> but let's not get into that. This is about a little baby Leatherface who learns how chainsaws work, how masks work. It just, it's his origin story. I know when you were watching the original <laughs> remake, you were like, wait, how did that sheriff get the gun? Well, guess what? All those answers are solved. <laughs> In Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. Let's get into some technical stuff before I tear this movie apart. Um, okay, so this movie was made in 2006. It was uh, directed by Jonathan Liebers. John- Ooh, this is going to be fucking hard. What if it's like just Jonathan Walker and I just, I'm just that dumb that I can't pronounce that name? <laughs> Jonathan Lieb is men, who also directed Battle L.A., and the first Ninja Turtles remake, and also something called Genesis and Catastrophe that has a picture of Anne Frank and Hitler on it. Let's find out what that's about. <laughs> um, that's what this podcast is about now, that movie. Um, in, in a squalored Austrian hospital, an overworked doctor tends to the difficult birth of Clara. We learn that Clara has lost three previous babies and her husband is pessimistic about the survival of this one. Oh my god, this movie is about what happened if Hitler was a baby. <laughs> no, it but, isn't. But both Clara and the doctor believe this one will survive. Josh, there's literally a picture of Hitler. Okay, let's see. As Clara. If I po- if I find out that Hitler's mom is named Clara. Guys, remember, this is part of... Clara Hitler? This is part of tech. Look, Clara K-A-R-A. 
That wow. sounds German with a K. Clara Hitler is the mother of Adolf Hitler. Oh. His first movie called Genesis, Genesis and Catastrophe is about the birth of Adolf Hitler. The picture is a hand holding a baby and then a picture of Adolf Hitler and just like a German woman who I assume is actual Clara. Also, it was written by Roald Dahl. Really? Oh my god, no. by the Roald Dahl who did The Witches. <laughs> what? Okay, I'm... guys, we're, 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 taking... <laughs> we're, 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 we're taking a little, a little sidestep. A little famous Blom's God sidestep. Yeah, I was going to say, when you said the Ninja Turtles remake, I was like, that's a good movie. But then I was thinking about the cartoon, not the Michael Well, the Bay Ninja one. Turtles sequel is... Um... Is actually not that bad because it has Bebop and Rocksteady and it's like silly dumb and it's a lot of fun. And the, I haven't the original, seen it. The original remake, I hate saying original remake, but I know. that's where we are, is, <laughs> uh, is terrible. Okay, Clara, an Austrian woman has given birth to a son. She is fearful of the child, blah, blah, blah. That's already what they said. The story ends with, Clay, with Clara praying, he must live, Elise. He must, he must. Oh, God, be merciful unto him now. <laughs> It is then revealed her son's name is Adolf Hitler and that the parents are Clara and Alice Hitler. Is it like a short film or like a real film? It was a short film and it was also, uh, it was written by Roald Dahl, which when people are like, hey, Roald Dahl was racist? I didn't know that. It's like, well, let me show you this story. Do I have a story for you, sir? Um, Yeah, okay. Well, well, there's that. Go watch that movie, guys. <laughs> Tell if it's, it's good. I'm going to assume it's not. Um, but, okay, so back. We're back, guys. <laughs> you think? Well, what was I saying? Oh. Someone had to talk them out of it. They're like, hey, here's, here's the ultrasound. They just show the ultrasound, and he's like, banging on this stuff like i have to cut all of this out because (laughs) they're like what could this be yeah okay so this movie stars jordana brewster (laughs) it does it stars our own fast and furious jordana brewster it stars matt boner in a, from Magic Mike and also, I guess, White Collar. Um, yeah, it's yeah. weird. When I was like, wait, it's, the White Collar guy is supposed to be the tough one? <laughs> it stars it stars American Horror Stories lead actor. This It also stars Diora Bard. Why do I read the names? Diora Baird? Bard? I don't know how to Deora say it. Diora Baird, who's also in uh, Friday the 13th. The remake, which also is produced by these guys, and also Taylor Hadley, who's in nothing I've ever seen. Um, so yeah, um, he's a he's a blonde guy, and of course Arlie Emery comes back, and also the my 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 lady comes back, which we'll talk about later. Um, my, my, yeah, my. so Josh, uh, no, it's my my my. Josh, tell us what um this movie is about. Oh, we already did that. We got sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of forgot where we were because of the Hitler detail. Yeah, I know. You know I'm going to forgive myself for that because 
Yeah. When you get sidetracked into being like, what other movie has <laughs> he this wrote? Been? He he directed the Birth of a Day shit. He was that guy. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, wait, this director of uh, Knight Riders also directed this movie where it turns out to be... It's always like, how come it's never not Adolf Hitler? How come it's the surprise ending is always that it is Adolf Anyway, back to the movie. Guys, uh, the Bomb Squad, we like to keep things good and positive. That's why we're never going to review the Hitler movie. Um, but also... This movie was rough. This is probably the worst movie that we've seen since Assassin's Creed. You know, you say you say um, you say that, but I do have to give it a couple points of credit. Um, you well, know how I'll in the in in the last one, I was like, you know, there's nothing to indicate this takes place during the '70s, but in this one, they're like, "Hey, did you know about Vietnam? <laughs> we oh need to God, talk that- about it." Every yeah. five minutes. We'll <laughs> yeah. jump back. We'll jump back to the opening. But yeah, one of my favorite scenes is at the very beginning. Uh, Matt Bomer. Bone. I'm just gonna call him White Collar. White Collar and Mia and Jordana Brewster. I was gonna call him <laughs> Mia from Fast <laughs> and Jordana Brewster are like in a pool, and uh, and like the guy's like, "Hey, uh, I want a little prize," and she's like, "You know what's a real prize? Me driving all the way across Texas for you to go." So that you can re-enlist into the army, and you only have two more days before you have to be back at band camp, which is about <laughs> six hundred more miles or whatever. And it's like you guys are trying to do the Jessica Biel like exposition and like witty diet, like clever like back and forth yeah. between the couple. But it's so awkward and terrible that it's not co- like it's just hilarious back exposition yeah. and. And that kind of explains a lot of this movie. <laughs> so, but yeah, every line is like, hey, are we going to Vietnam? It's like, we sure are. And it's like, honestly... So, you knew like, it was the 60s. Your leg is getting cut off in Vietnam or here. Like, what is the difference? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's thir- 1352, also, another, like, another it, Andrew special edition. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, we, okay, this is, so this movie's... Go ahead. I was going to say, it's like, it's very like, like we're talking about the openings and it explains so much. It, it In a way, it reminds me of, uh, you know, the Star Wars, a solo story where they're like, here's how he got his vest. Here's how he got his, yeah. like, they do that for everything that was in the last movie. It does, like, it does the worst prequel stuff. It does, like, the only thing they carry over from the remake is not having a theme in any way. Which is the worst part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. um, it, it does everything that remake that bad remakes does. It does everything that bad gore fests do. It's like everything is a mistake. But also, okay, so let's go back to the beginning. Also, another cliche of remakes, I mean of prequels that this movie cannot not do, is it has like five openings. <laughs> so it yeah. starts off with like the the my 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 girl it's not her but it does look like her it's a it's and a big she, lady having a miscarriage well she's not like at first they don't even know what she's having it's like oh it turns out she's pregnant but also like the foreman is like laying on her belly and um, and he's like listening to her but like blood is shooting out of her between her legs and it's like yeah Anyone with a brain would know what's happening. Like, why is he still, like, on top of her, like, talking to her? So, anyway, then she has a baby. And also, she's clutching uh, 
she's clutching a cross and it's like oh now they're super religious in this one um okay and then she has the baby and then the guy's like oh it's a monster and it's like um and it's texas so then he puts a bounty on her for ten thousand dollars <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so then it cuts to the factory closing and it's like a guy and he like he like Leatherface is working and he has like a leather mask over his face instead of the human mask. And so he's like working cutting up bodies, which they still have, even though they said that the plant has been closed for a week. <laughs> Uh, I guess they just keep meat around. Well, he he up. still has the the old meat in there in the next movie, so they had to have some meat yeah. still there, you know. Yeah, he has meat all the time. Uh, so then, like, they're like, <laughs> "Go, we're gonna close tomorrow. Go tell him to leave." And it was like, okay, if it was me and my job, like it's my last day on the job, and they're like, "Hey, go tell that six that seven foot monster of a man who's like really mentally disturbed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's wearing like a mask and is only, and he never talks to anyone. He just leaves things. Go tell him that it's time to go. I'd be like, for what? <laughs> like why? Like what, what's going to happen? Like, Oh, they're going to arrest him. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to leave. He, if he wants to go, he can go. If he wants to stay, he can stay. It's no longer my job. I don't work here anymore. But it does uh, it does lead to a great moment because, you know, he's like, he doesn't even try to nicely fire him. You don't even need to be, like, that aggressive. You can try. But anyway, like, Leatherface, you're like, oh, no, is he going to kill him? But he just looks at him and then he drops his cleaver. But it falls in such dramatic slow motion for some reason. Yeah, it's like, it's, really a, loves- it's a weird, like, it's like, there's a lot of weird, like, why did you do that choice? like directorially yeah Yeah, this movie has so much slow motion so yeah so then he leaves and then it cuts to the boss and then he's come back to kill the boss for no reason and it's like the boss is like time to wrap up my office chainsaw that i love that's on my desk here he's putting it in like a suitcase he's like time to go talk to my son mr g abbott he's gonna be governor one day um, that one I'm keeping in. <laughs> well, he is. He did destroy the local economy, so it does yeah, fit. It, it fits, and so then Leatherface kills him, and then it cuts to the most egregious problem with this movie, and the biggest mistake that this movie, full of mistakes, makes. So then it cuts to like the sheriff outside the Hewitt house, and it cuts to like someone answering the door and they're like hey your boy just killed someone time to go and so they're gonna go stop tommy and um and then you find out that arlie emery it was never the sheriff he actually kills the sheriff and then takes his uniform yeah which in in, in a way undercuts one of the better parts of the first one it undercuts the best part of the remake which doesn't make like the only yeah. the best part and again i said the remake doesn't really have a theme if anything is approaching theme it is the privilege of white men in texas who get to just be sheriff off of no uh even right right like the right there to the writer it, the idea that a, a normal sheriff could also be a murderer is like unheard of and that's completely insane even in like 2006 you know yeah i feel like yeah i and i you can just feel the studio or someone just in there being like oh let's make it so the sheriff wasn't actually a sheriff and so that 
We don't want. We don't want. We need to make sure we back the blue. And it just feels so gross and all which is and yeah yeah I mean obviously it's like it undercuts like any kind of interesting thing about like power and privilege but at the same time too it retroactively like makes the town dumber because it's like oh it's just a normal town until he killed the sheriff and then even other people outside of his family or were just okay with it like went along with it you know what I mean like it's like yeah like like, much scarier that the whole town was in on it from the start you know so and not not only that but also just Arlie Emery's like in the original remake in the last one he's as formidable as Leatherface like again partly because of his privilege which is what made that character so interesting but also just the confidence that he has in um in like killing these people and like the power he exerts over them and in this one he's like a little baby like he's always scared he's always they're always getting the upper hand on him he like constantly like gets tricked or like he's begging for his life like again there's like one scene okay i'm gonna jump right ahead but this shows exactly um what the problem is so okay there's two scenes but let's uh let's go to one of them so at one point um (laughs) at one point one of the people like escape from the sheriff and they and he calls him like and the sheriff he has his gun on him he's like i'm gonna shoot you and then the guy's like you are not gonna shoot me you're a pussy and uh and the sheriff's like oh no and then like the sheriff gets all scared and the guy's able to run away but then he tries to go save other people and then he gets caught by leatherface and then the sheriff like goes up to him and he goes uh you said i was a pussy but my nephew tommy ain't no pussy why don't you go hang out with him why don't you go play with him for a while um which again i'm sorry for the language but these are the lines but i just want to say that this undercuts his character so much because a my nephew Tommy ain't no pussy is not a threatening line in any way. Like that's the equivalent of like, hey, my buddy over there wants to ask you out. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's like I'll get way. you. Yeah. It's yeah, like it's you wait till my dad comes home and he's gonna beat all your asses. Like that's what it sounds like, and it's so it's such it's... a like terrible line. But then there's another scene, like it's right after that, but he runs into they have a girl tied up and he tells her that he loves her <laughs> in like a sad weeb way. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, what, like, why are you guys undercutting? Like, yeah. Just what, what like, is this character? Yeah. It's, it's like, I don't even know what he's supposed to be other than he has to like narrate what like the scenes in a way, you know? Yeah. He's the only one who can talk. So he has to talk to her <laughs> face. But like in yeah. the first one, Jessica Biel literally runs over him with his car and he's still trying to shoot at her, even though like his legs are gone. And in this one, he can't even like have a woman that he's going to torture without saying he loves her. Like what? Like it's, it is, it does. And I hate it. (laughs) Like I'm, I'm like so mad at this right now. I hate it because a, again, it feels like this weird studio note, like, Oh, you can't have cops be the bad guy. And B it's also like that weird studio note where it's like, hey, why don't you show them that cowards or that bullies are cowards too, like if you confront them. And it's like, yeah, some bullies are cowards, but A, that's super cliched. And B, sometimes they're not. Like you can't, 
It's not it, like it, well, because in the first one they they try to stand up to him, but he he like he gives them an unloaded gun and stuff. So it's like he never gives them the upper hand. And in this one, it's more of like a oh no, he almost never has the upper hand. But it's only like coincidence that he didn't die like that instant. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. he's not smart. He's lucky, kind of. Yeah, it feels it feels very like oh look you if you shame Lindsey Graham, eventually he'll have to admit he's wrong. It's like no. Sometimes it doesn't matter if you point out their hypocrisies. They do not care. They do not believe in any of the shit anyway. Ted Cruz does not believe in anything he says. That doesn't. That shouldn't comfort you. That should frighten you. That this is his <laughs> right. Rhetoric. Like, like and that's, that's worse than like the like bullies will back down. Yeah, which is always yeah. like that. That really goes against all the other movies because like, yeah, yeah. Like a guy who's not really a cop and is actually a coward isn't scary. A guy who has the authority of a cop and the privilege of like a psychopath is terrifying because those guys exist and they attack us and they're and you don't know when you're gonna face them. And that's a scary idea, and that's one of the best parts about the remake. And this movie completely takes it away, and that's why it it's, makes me so. It's mad. almost, it's almost. That's why we're sticky. halfway through this episode, and I, we haven't gotten past the second <laughs> it's, scene. It's, but it's, it's so slapsticky. Like the, this, I was trying to like write down like the biker scene because it's like, if you describe that, it sounds so nonsensical. Like. Like, it's like, oh, these aren't characters. They're just, like, cartoons that show up to change the plot a little. Like, there's a biker gang, yeah. right? And they, and they menace them. And I'm like, okay, it's kind of like they're in the deep south. They don't know what they're doing. Like, everything could be scary to them. I get it. And then a lone lady biker, like, badass tries to, like, rob them by, like, pulling up to them with a shotgun on the road, you know? And then yeah. just randomly, like a day later, her boyfriend drives by. <laughs> it's just like, you're just throwing plot elements like out of nowhere that like, there's no context to them and they don't really like work with the structure. And yeah, yeah it's just and like, then, thing needs to happen. Yeah. It's this thing. Okay, so they, uh, yeah, the, the kids are on their way to Fort Bliss, I assume. And they're going to drop them off. And so, yeah, they run into these bikers. And the lady biker is like, hey, I'm going to rob you. I'm going to pull out my gun while we're on the road because I'm <laughs> And so sh they, like, hit a She's cow like, I'm going to try to re reverse easy rider you, even though yeah. you have every advantage in this scenario. <laughs> even though you're just parked at a gas station and we could have clearly robbed you then. Um, so then she, like... They like crash and then she like comes out and she's like, I'm still gonna rob you because I'm dumb. <laughs> um, and then like that's when Arlie Emery comes and he's like, and she's like, Hey, officer, I gotta tell you. And he immediately shoots her and all the characters look at him, shoot her. And then like later on in the movie, like, yeah, it is like the next <clears throat> night, the boyfriend comes by. And he's like, I'm looking for my girlfriend. It's like, but at the beginning of the movie, he was with the girl. Yeah, it's like this, this one biker wasn't, it was like, you know what? I'm going to sneak away from my group of bikers to rob the, these people. I don't know yeah. why I would ask them to help me. This is just like a little side thing I'm doing. I'm also not going to look for my girlfriend who was just down the road like 10 minutes for a whole day. Because I have that important corporate meeting that I have to take. He's one of those Zoom. yuppie bikers of the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I have to take this call over Zoom. I'm part of the war dogs. He's like, oh, I'm actually, um, I'm part of the, the biker gang from Sons of Anarchy. This is just merch. I'm a huge fan of that show. Yeah. 
Uh, so then he shows up the next day, and then like he runs. Yeah, because Jordana Booster's like, they have my friends, and he's like, I don't care. It's like they have your girl. And then when no, they he get, doesn't. She goes. He goes. I want to find my girl, and she goes. They killed her. No, they took her. She never tells him that the girl is dead. I know that because it is actually kind of a trick. Okay, but then like, but then the sheriff also doesn't tell her, tell him that he's dead, and it's like, why isn't anyone telling him? Like, <laughs> right. And also, like, why wouldn't you tell? Like, but he, okay, like, so then he breaks into the house and he has like everyone with a gun. Like he has a sheriff. He sh- yeah, he gun. shoots the sheriff's brother in the leg. So we could be like, that's how he was a cripple in the first movie. Yeah, that's how he lost his leg. There was no other reason. Um, <laughs> and so then he like has a gun on him and then Jordana's like, shoot him. Shoot. It's like now's the perfect time to say like, I oh, know. he kills your girlfriend. Shoot the hell out of everyone in this and but he does it, and then Leatherface like attacks him, and then also he's from El Paso, and also the original. We didn't talk about this, but in the original, they also mentioned that they were in El Paso. <laughs> I do like that. There's random calls to El Paso in these well, two remakes. They also mention I. They only mention like El Paso, Austin, and Dallas. It's like the 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 only cities you'd see on the map if you like had a child's map. If you, <laughs> think, if you think that Brad Fuller actually researched Texas in any way, then you have not watched one episode of American Horror Story, or know anything about the BTK killer, about the Zodiac, about Rich Ramirez, about hotels, about uh, Lakeshore towns. Hey, that one's good alien, so um, far. About writing, uh, <laughs> about plot structure, uh, <laughs> dialogue, characters. About when to end stories and when to not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so then, and like again, like yeah, with the the guy getting shot in the legs is a perfect example because again, we find out the sheriff gets his gun from the biker, he gets his uniform from the old sheriff, he gets his car from a another Texas Ranger that they kill later on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, what's his face? Tommy gets his chainsaw from his boss's uh, office. His boss's office, and then he falls in love with it because he kills a biker with it. Because his uncle tells him, they we find out how that guy loses his legs. We find out how they start hanging the things they, from the. You know what was missing? A scene where he's like, "Whenever you're excited, Leatherface, just dance like this," and he starts spinning around. Yeah, as like Leatherface is <laughs> If they had done that, I would have, like, everything would have been forgiven. Even, like, even the My, My, My girl comes back. And, again, the My, yeah. My girl is my favorite. And she gets, like, her own little introduction where she's just, like, walking. <laughs> yeah. The, the that is a good, good scene, though. That's one of the few scenes I actually did like is uh, where she shows up just to have tea with the mom. And they're just kind of chatting while the one girl's like chained to the table and like they're ignoring her. And it's like, see, that's like menacing because it's like, oh no, the whole town's yeah. in on it, you know? And it's like, yeah, that's, that's a genuinely like creepy scene. And it's just in an island though, because it's surrounded by like Arlie Irby being like, oh no, I tripped. <laughs> so. And it shouldn't even work because she should be like, why is your husband wearing the sheriff. <laughs> yeah, I heard the sheriff died and he's it's like oh no we we kill any people now are you in she's like yeah <laughs> of course surprisingly I am child my, my, my. but then also to ruin their own scene then it's like hey remember the my 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 girl how she couldn't walk in the first one 
But we're gonna explain how she got hurt. It's like you don't need to explain this. She is like old. Like that's all I needed to understand that she. It was hard for her to walk because they're in the middle of Texas and there's no roads and she's like old and she can't walk that much. Like that's all I needed. Um, should it, no, yeah. she also she should have showed up really thin. And they're like, "Did you hear? I'm just getting into a new keto diet. I hope it works." <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like uh, hey I'm, I'm eating these things they're called mys I, I eat them three at a time so I'm always like my 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 um, they're, called, they're maple pies but I call them mys anyway what else do we need to explain and then like the mom they like just take over the the gas station it's like why do you need to explain any of this um so yeah, so then they like, and then they do the other thing where it's like, even the remake, every Texas Chainsaw movie has known when to pull back. They know that like, even like the grossest ones, like what, what's the grossest one been so far? Like the scene in Texas 2 where the guy's missing like pieces of his back or even in the remake where they show like the guy getting hanged from the from the ice pick where they show like Leatherface taking off the other guy's face they've always known where to pull back and in this one they just don't like yeah see between the mom's legs when leatherface gets uh gets made i don't need to see leatherface actually take off someone's face it's just like i understand like these movies aren't exactly like oh well it's it's a rated r gore fest what do you expect yeah i mean yeah but it's also like there has to be a point to it even like I think it was Josh who was like the other day he didn't understand story structure of like why didn't they show this one, or why didn't they show that one guy getting? No, I, I'm still right about that. They still pull away too soon in the first, but no, they do linger too long in like, this one. They show how he's gonna get killed. You don't need to see anything else. You get it. And at that point in the story, you understand that Leatherface isn't gonna like keep these guys hostages. He's just there to. Yeah, play. but the story's veer, uh, vehicle for like visceral horror. And I feel like they could have gone a little further than that. That's the thing is that up until these two remakes, they aren't a vehicle for Visceral Horror. Well, a little bit. I mean, the the Viggo Mortensen one, the bad ones are. Yeah, the bad ones are. But even the Viggo Mortensen one is kind of like trying a little bit more. It's trying to be a little bit more campy and action-y. True. And this one didn't really have camp, despite Arlie Army kind of going in that direction. It was still very like played straight, but yeah it's just like not effectively yeah if you're gonna use gore it also has to be effective it's kind of like it's like any it's like any tool you know if you use too much cgi (laughs) it comes off bad if you use yeah well there's even like there's i even noted this because uh near the end spoiler alerts but at one point someone almost escapes um when the car crashes and they just hit the random bystanders on the side of the road, I'm like, you didn't need to add those kills. Like that they, was one of those things where that's what I'm saying. That's how the sheriff got because they hit a another ranger. In the oh yeah, car. <laughs> that's. I mean, they, that's again, funny. they didn't need to have that, but they were like, someone was reading the script <laughs> and they're like, wait, yeah. but the sheriff doesn't have a car anymore. So how is he going to get a car in the next one? And they're like, oh well, I guess we gotta 
gonna put that that like that whole sequence very much comes across as like you know in american psycho where he just starts randomly shooting people in the streets as he walks around it's like where that it was gratuitous like like be like look how completely unhinged he is but this was just like eh, this is what you wanted to see right idiot (laughs) so it's like it it felt senseless you know and then like okay so if i asked you if you if you're a horror fan and i was like okay here's the plot it takes place before the original Texas Chainsaw remake. And here are the here are the characters. Tell me the order that they die in. You could probably guess the order. Like that's how cliche this movie is. Like yeah. of course it goes a tough guy, then other guy, then uh the big breasted sexual sexually free girl. And then the last one is Jordana Brewster, and then the the twist, quote unquote, is that she dies also. But right. it's not really a twist because again, it takes place before the other one, so you know that they can't get away with it. <laughs> right. yeah, she, she dies. She's like, I'm not going to mention that to anyone, and just drives away. She's like, uh, you know what? I'm going to chalk <laughs> that up to bad trip, and then that's it. It's funny uh, because it, what I was thinking, because like, at the very very end, like when you find out essentially, like yeah, the twist is that she doesn't get away. They do the kind of like John Larroquette like introduction to be like the 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 Hewitt family would go on to kill this many. You know what I mean? Even John Larroquette is like the Sawyers. Um, I mean the Hewitts. Why the Hewitts. Your, why did you change your name? They're like, why did you leave this in the film? He's like, um, the Hewitts. <laughs> no, but I wanted. I wanted them to uh I wanted them to have a, a jolly cat thing at the beginning where he's like, in nineteen fifty-one a fucking ugly baby was born. <laughs> Look at that baby. Damn he's ugly. If I was if I was that baby, I'd do some killing right quick how ugly I am. Born at a slaughterhouse. Crazy, right? Wonder if that comes and, back in his life. And, and your mom's even worse because she's fat. Can't think of anything worse than that. It's like it's like John. We've cut. We're not rolling anymore. <laughs> it's like I'm giving you what you want, Brett. It's just John. He's just he's just crying, and he's like, and now say the mom's fat and the dad's like a hick or something. I don't know. Say say Leatherface is ugly, and also but, he's tall. Everyone hates tall buff. But that could have helped. Like, yeah. It's funny though. Like, but it. <laughs> If I if I describe the sequence of events like oh yeah he was born in a slaughterhouse and he like steals the sheriff outfit and stuff like that sounds like a farce but this movie really does not play it like humorously whatsoever you know what I mean like it lacks that that. like quality of the first ones yeah (laughs) it really is I mean it's like it's just I don't know it's it's very funny because it's like oh I wouldn't have predicted that a biker would show up to try to be the hero for five minutes because that's the stupidest thing that could have happened so yeah, that yeah. was a twist in its own way like there's no structure I, coherence I do appreciate that both this one and the remake are like hey should we put any minorities in this film and they're like <laughs> no way guys If even if a role kind of calls for what would be a minority let's not put them in um yeah, and all I think that's the thing is that up until this movie, and I hope that it's not the same for the next two films. I did see, I have seen. Wait, have one you of seen? Them, you haven't I've, seen them? I've seen Texas 3D, but if you ask me to remind, 
remember anything. I are, don't. Are you sure you didn't just see my bloody Valentine three D? Except for the dumbest part, which is pretty hilarious. Um, but up until this point, they've all at least tried to do something else. Even if the remake was trying to, they added the privilege thing. They also tried to give you like, hey, let's try to get the intensity from the original back. You also don't know if they intentionally added the privilege thing. So it's like that could have just been a fluke. Oh no, that had to be part of it because like the best scene in the remake is when he's like making them put their hands on the ground and like he's like yelling yeah he's like toying with them with his gun out cops yeah right 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 yeah that's 100 percent what it had to be so it's like that thing where it's like they knew there was at least some intelligence going into that and this one just doesn't have that it doesn't even and it's not even like the next generation it's like, yeah, it's not smart, but it does have a theme that it's going to Yeah, and it's like kind of silly and it's going in this Matthew McConaughey direction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I think like that's the problem with this is that it's it's just not there. It's just nothing of a film. It's Like even in the trivia, it's like, oh, they didn't want to do a sequel, but people kept asking for one. It's like, that's not an excuse to do a sequel, guys. Just say no. It, it almost, it's just like, you know, how, you know how Gremlins 2 was, was done with Contempt? This this yeah. almost feels like it was done with like not silly contempt. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, I'll make your sequel. Fuck you. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, it almost feels like they just had the outline and they're like, that's good. Whatever. And then the director was like, what if the baby was Hitler? And they're like, stop suggesting that. It can't be that. It takes place in the 60s. It can't be. He's like, what if Jordana Brewster's name was Clara Hitler? It's like, that doesn't even... How does that make sense? She's she's from Texas. God, this guy. This guy's a one-trick pony. His trick is that it's secretly baby Hitler every time. They um, also they really the missed a chance. I knew they, I knew they weren't gonna do this, but they should they could have thrown in a reference to the the one guy from the original who did come, go to Vietnam. I was like, you know what? I would have given it some points. Chop Top from part two. Oh, that would have been so good if it turned out to be Chop Top. If it, or if it either was him or they referenced him like going to Vietnam, I don't know. Oh yeah, Just that would have also do something for the fans. Give give me something to latch on to, you know. Like, that would have been so good if like Leatherface or like the sheriff like accidentally shoots the the Vietnam guy and then they like he like gets his memory erased <laughs> and he turns into Chop Top over the course of the film. Oh my god, that would have been so amazing. <laughs> yeah. But that again, no, been, no fun allowed. Yeah, that would have involved Brian Fuller, actually, or Brad Fuller. I keep calling him Brian, and Brian's a good one. Brad Fuller watching any of the other previous Texas Chainsaws that I don't think he did. Um, but yeah, this movie it's tough, and I will say, like again, it looks really nice. It looks like Texas, yeah, and it's like Arlie Army isn't doing a bad job. I mean, he always does the same job, and it's a good one. But it's Nobody like he's doing a bad job. It's I'm just more the, like the, the the scripted. It's just very like you're not giving them anything good, you know. Yeah, like the 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 girl, like the sexual girl. Um, she like this whole time I was like, you're in Friday the Thirteenth remake. You don't like you're better than this because <laughs> she's trying so hard, and the movie's just giving her nothing, you know. Um, and then like yeah, the guys are fine. Leatherface also does a good job. The my 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 girl. Steals the show once again with her little waddle. Um, and yeah, also, I didn't talk about this last time, but since we have time this time, let's do it. Yeah, the My 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 Girl is mine and Pablo, who we've talked about on this podcast. It's he's our, She's our favorite character. Like, for 
for years we said my 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 for no reason <laughs> whenever like something was like delicious or like something looked good we'd go my 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 <laughs> like for way longer than you should have considering the movie it came from i mean you also said it. you lose tony stark for years that's not even a movie you would defend <laughs> that's the worst iron man I movie like i still say it I say it now. I mean, Unless it you count there. most Avengers movies. What happened to my, my, my girl? She's still acting. She's amazing. I'm going to put you in something, my, my, my girl. You know what I'm going to do since we're here and we're bored? Her name is Kathy Lamkin. And she is uh, still working. She just did. Oh, no. She did a short in 2014. Was the last thing she did. But I'm going to hire her for something. And her name is... Kathy Lampkin, she does a generally good job in this and in almost every movie she's in. So I don't want you guys to think that like we're making fun of her. I no, she is the best part. Yeah. She's in the best she's scene the- of this movie, and she's one of the best parts of the first movie. And she's the best part of No Country for Old Men. So she's always the best part. But yeah, so like, yeah, she's really good. I just call her My 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 Girl because, again, she's so like recognizable in that role. But <laughs> but yeah, go, go love her. She's amazing. And that's, okay, so we got two movies left. We're now leaving the remakes, and I think now we're going back. I think, oh, I know Texas Chainsaw 3D is a sequel to the original. Those always go great. Um, And then the next one is a prequel to the original, so. Can't stop this fire that we're Oh, God, there's another prequel? Jesus. Yeah, but that one's a prequel to the original. It's called Leatherface, and you can only find it on Peacock's. Yeah, so next, join us next week as we continue, as we uh, we talk Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. No, it's just called Texas Chainsaw 3D. And guys, you know this one's going to be good because it was the start of a trilogy that never happened. Oh, man. Uh, but it starts just like The our, Mummy. It stars one of our favorite uh, horror scream queens, and we'll let you know who that is next week. Or if you check the poster, you'll probably find out. But yeah, come back next week. We'll talk about it. And we're almost back to our summer of guests. Also, watch and subscribe. Like and subscribe. And also, go buy my movies. Go buy my movies and then tell me that I... How can how dare I make fun of this movie when I made fun of... When I made that movie. <laughs> Pick whichever one you want. Roald Dahl, if, like, I, I do like that he was like... Okay, now what should I write? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? No, let me write. I got another movie to figure out. I got another book that I need to get out before I get to Charlie and the Glass House. (laughs) Also, for our wrap-up of all the series, we're going to have a special guest on that you may or may not know, depending on the schedule of our summer of guests. Uh, But yeah, so come back for that. It'll be fun, and we'll see you guys next time. On Texas Chainsaw 3D, I really hope this was the worst of them and things yeah, get better. Yeah, I mean, least, I hope so, but I'm not confident. <laughs> I know, I'm not confident either. At least in a yeah. way where it's like, hey, I hope that this movie is like worth talking about. Because, yeah, this one was a real bummer, guys. Anyway, check it out if you want. I'll never say not to check out something. The music was good. It looked good. Um, the My 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 scene was good. The cast was great. Uh, the directing was... I mean, it was fine. It's just its just they had nothing, nowhere to go, and it felt like a studio. It was a movie that shouldn't have existed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's the Age of Ultron. 
It's the Jurassic Park of movies. Not the movie, but the theme park. <laughs> I'm going to start referencing the theme park in Jurassic Park as if it's a real place. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week on whatever this show's called. My brain is dead. This is a late episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs>